Today on The Real Review, we're going to be talking about Star Wars The Last Jedi. So stay tuned. Welcome to The Real Review. Welcome to The Real Review, sponsored by Parametric and Lazy Ape Studios, where you get some of the latest happenings, real thoughts, and perspectives in the world of film and television. I'm here with Matt Porg Tastes Like Chicken Hay. And who am I today? <laughs> I think you kind of stole a variation of mine. Oh, did I? Yeah. But, oh. uh, yeah, Joel loves porgs.com. Joel loves porgs.com. Cunningham. Those were. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll talk about porgs. Yeah. We'll talk, well, I mean, we'll talk a little bit about porgs yes, hopefully yeah. here coming up. But yeah, so today we're going to be talking about Star Wars, The Last yes! Jedi, the yes, big release we are. of the year for a lot of people. Uh, Highly lot of anticipated, for Highly sure. Highly anticipated, yeah. And I don't want to spend too much time on the upfront okay. talking about seeing it because we're going to talk about it. So yes. why don't we, before we get into talking about the movie, uh, why don't you share with our listeners a couple good ways to get connected to the podcast? While Absolutely. Real quickly. Um, yeah, you can get connected with us, social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all at Real Review Media, facebook.com slash Real Review Media. Website, uh, realreviewmedia.com. Um, you can connect to all those things in our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the real review and email us realreviewmedia at gmail.com and, uh, say what's up. Let us know what you thought about the last Jedi. There it is. What's up. Yes. And for those that are listening by a podcast, I yes. would also say, check out our YouTube page. Yeah. Make we've it happen. Got, yeah. We've got lots of stuff that we're doing on there. I would say mostly this and then also you doing your trailer reactions. Right, right, right. And which, there's actually a few that I'm going to try and film today. There's like like four came out that I want to do re- reactions for. So oh, cool. It's going to be sweet. So it's, yeah, it's YouTube slash Real Review. The Real, the Real Review. Review. Yeah. There you go. So check us out there. All right, well, let's get into it. Let's get right into it. We're going to be talking about The Last Jedi. Uh, the synopsis for this one, just real quick, uh, if you don't already know, which I feel like most everybody at this yeah. point already knows is, uh, the, Skywalk- the Skywalker saga continues as the heroes of the Force Awakens join the galactic legends in an epic adventure that unlocks age-old mysteries of the Force and shocking revelations of the past. That's a very, I would say, generic yeah, very general. synopsis for it, but it works. All right, and- so... Yeah, and I go ahead. go ahead. No, finish your intro real quick. That's oh fine. no, worries. yeah. So directed by Ryan Johnson, also written by him. Stars Daisy Riz- Ridley, Domino Gleason, Adam Driver, Oscar Isaac, Benicio del Toro making his first appearance here. Laura Dern making her first appearance as well. Uh, Carrie Fisher, John Boyega, uh, Lupita Nyong'o, Mark Hamill, and Gwendolyn Christie. So right. you know who's not listed on here? Rose. She's not on here. Right. Um, Kelly Marie Tran. Kelly Marie Tran. Yep. Yes. And Rose. So um, she. Uh, let me let me just say this real quick. Yep. This is going to be very vague up front. We're not going to spoil it. We're going to give you a spoiler warning before we get there. Yeah. Up front, we're going to be very general. We're not going to talk about specific scenes or anything like that. And then we're going to break it down into spoilers. And uh, we'll it, go. From there. It demands that of us. I think. This, yes, this it film. does. This is one of those movies that you can't actually fully review or talk about for that matter unless yeah. you spoil stuff and i'll say this on the upfront as well it's obviously there's a lot of controversy with the film right now there's right. good and bad and i think this is the first film in a very long time of this magnitude where i've seen the critics become so positive for 
and the fans be so <laughs> negative against. Right. Uh, there's a lot of reasons for that. I have we'll talk thoughts about on that. that too, yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about some of that. But it's interesting to me, if nothing else, that this film is the one that, that kind of did that. I would not have expected this from a Star Wars film. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. So, anyways, let's get into our thoughts on the actual film. Matt, why don't you lead us off? Okay, so let me say this too. Goods and bads. Without we spoils. haven't talked about this at no, all. No, we haven't. <laughs> we didn't see it together and we didn't talk about it. I've got to see it. I've seen it twice so far. And also, yeah. preface, I'm a huge canon nerd. I am in the middle of reading all of the canon novels. I'm only about right. 11 books in right now. There's like 20-something that right. are new and They're canon. always making more, but, yeah, and, and I'm not. I'm into Rebels, Clone Wars. Yeah. I've been watching all that stuff. Um, so I'm a canon guy and right. I'm, I'm going all this. I'm pretty much just the film. I, I really liked it. Okay. I didn't love it, yeah, but I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it had some really, really high highs, mm-hmm. really magnificent things. One of my favorite fight sequences uh, in any Star Wars movie is in this movie. Yeah, and then um, in addition to that, I thought that there was a good chunk of the movie that brought it down a good chunk there's like a there's a kind of a a, a story element that happens mm-hmm. with a couple of the characters that i was like eh, they didn't really need to be there yeah and uh, that that brought it down uh, and that's one of the big things there's a couple of there's one like kind of jaw-dropping like uh question mark moment thing that happens with one of the characters that i was like i don't know how i feel about that and then i thought about it more and it doesn't bug me as much but it's still like jarring yeah um and then uh, as a whole, I really like what they did with the characters. I was nervous about what they were doing with, uh, and this isn't spoiling anything, but I was nervous about what was happening with Kylo Ren in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. And and I'm really, really happy with the direction that they took that because I was really nervous about something that was going to happen. Um, <laughs> but other than that, I, I thought everybody did a, a magnificent job as far as acting. Um, I, I thought Mark Hamill gave his best Luke performance I've seen. Um, okay. I mean, just based off what he's done in the past, I mean, Star Wars, he hasn't really been on a lot of other things. You can't count his little mini TV things, you know, right. <laughs> serious yeah. sometimes. But yeah, the Star Wars other than that, Christmas I really special. liked it. I really liked it. I didn't love it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it didn't, there's there's kind of a balance of things there. Okay. Uh, no pun intended. Uh, or maybe, maybe that was <laughs> intended. But anyways, how about you? Uh, so overall, I'm very mixed with this film. I, I think... It's easy. It, I can tell easily that I didn't like it as much as you did. Right. I think it's 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 on the border of dislike and mm-hmm. like. It's kind of like right in that gray area. And I think a lot of that has to do with some of the stuff that you're mentioning there, mm-hmm. which I'm going to do my best not to spoil anything because I think I'm worse at this and not spoiling things than <laughs> you are. Or at spoiling things than you are. Well, as long as you're not talking about specific yeah. things that happen, you're um, fine. Specifically, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I think, but some actual specific positives from the film uh, without spoiling, I think cinematography, uh, oh, yeah. I really liked. I think he, Ryan Johnson, or um, yeah, sorry, uh, Ryan Johnson, I always think his name is Rian for some reason because the way he it's spells spelled, it. Yeah. It's spelled, um, yeah. Overall, has a very good visual, visceral, uh, impactful style. Mm-hmm. And I think that was very much the case. I think out of all the Star Wars films I've seen, this probably had some of the coolest overall cinematography um, right. that I've seen. Um, there's a couple scenes, one in particular that I won't spoil, but it's just visually, I'm like, whoa, that's just beautiful. Yeah. Um, the logic behind it didn't make sense to me, I think. And we'll talk about that more in the spoiler stuff. Yeah. But visually, it was just stunning. Um, and the fight scene that I believe you're talking about, also visually just gorgeous. Yeah. Um, and a lot of cool things like that. And I think what I liked about this film more than um, 
the last, you know, the Force Awakens was J.J. Abrams has a very kinetic, frenetic style, very mm-hmm. fast moving. Everybody's always running everywhere and like, right. dun, 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 you know, and this movie didn't do that. This moment had times of kind of calm and pacing yeah. moments where the characters were just given the freedom to kind of feel emotions right. and process things. And I like that. I think that's a good aspect for the Star Wars universe. I think we've seen that mm-hmm. in the first, you know, four, five and six. And that's important for these characters. Um, and that's kind of going as far as I would say. I, I agree with the other aspects that you mentioned as well. I think the acting was really good. Yeah. Um, and I will say as well, I like the fact that they that they tried to do something uh, that wasn't a force. The Force Awakens. They tried to go in a, a a slightly different direction overall. Like they weren't just going like the same old like process of right. this, 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 and this. I think, and this kind of tiptoes more into the negative side of things. I think they could have accomplished that without going as far as they did mm-hmm. with the film into just completely divergent territory. Right. It felt like at times, and uh, not to spoil anything, but it felt like at times they were kind of just diverging for the sake of diverging. Right. And I think that's where I started to get more and more upset. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't tell if that was because Ryan Johnson was legitimately like, well, you're expecting this, so I'm just going to do this. Or if he was going, well, I just want to do this. I don't even know what's supposed to happen here. Right. And I think a lot of that had to do with me, to me, with the fact of the way that they're producing these films. There's a lot of subverted expectations, like some things that, that a lot of people were expecting to happen. Um, and I think a lot of the people that were let down is because a lot of the things that were set up right. in the previous film were were either not answered or yeah. or answered in a completely like just unsatisfactory <laughs> way yeah. to a lot of people. Right. Um, well, and I count that for two things. I, yeah. I want to hear your thoughts there, but... To finish my point, just yeah. real quick, I think one is he was probably trying to do that in a way. I yeah. mean, the, all the interviews and stuff he's been talking about, he knew that fans were going to probably be a bit divisive about this. Yeah. But additionally, I think this has to do with the way that they're having completely separate directors. There's no overarching kind of vision like with George Lucas, right. who is kind of controlling the story and moving it forward. We don't have somebody doing that with these Star Wars yeah, movies. Yeah, it's up to the director. It's basically. up to the director to kind of take in the direction yeah. that he wants. And I think we've seen that now, what that impact what impact that has on the films yeah because he's making decisions on the basis that he probably has a generic understanding of where the first film is going to go but he's writing the script before he's even seen it i right. mean they were doing prep on the next movie after the for first example film, uh, right after the first one jj just did his first pitch for episode nine right just recently yeah so. so we'll see i mean maybe i'm wrong maybe i don't know it right but you know who knows uh negative on my side i will say this is most of the time, the comedy didn't land. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, it didn't work. I gotcha. Um, there were there were two part. One part at the very beginning that I did really like. And I yeah. was kind of giggling. I was like, "That's that's funny. I like that." Uh, and then another part, kind of at the very end, um, that that I actually laughed out loud. But I felt like I was the only one that laughed out. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't supposed to be funny. <laughs> okay. I thought it was funny. But um, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Later. We remember. I I would say I was. I agree with you. I. The humor was okay to me. There was a lot of people that were calling it out and saying it was so awful. It wasn't distractingly bad. Right. I, I would say that the reason that maybe some people aren't liking it so much is it's a very modern humor. 
mm. in the sense it's very it's got a sensibility of like 2017. Okay, it's not like another. It's not generic humor. Yeah. I mean, and I, I'd have to go into specifics in order to explain why I think right, that. Right, and I don't want to do that. But I I just think that that's really a yeah. big part of it. And if you're if you're comfortable with like us embracing this 2017 idea and the humor in there. Then that's fine, but if you're not, then it's a bit. Uh, I'm weird. curious to hear what your thoughts are on that because I don't I don't know what you're talking about fully sure. as far I'll, as that. Yeah, but, we can go there. Yeah, comedy didn't work, um, unfortunately, uh, and this isn't given away. Like some of the stuff with the porgs was funny. Yeah, but most of it wasn't to me. Yeah, and a lot of what I think the porgs catered to was uh, potentially children. Obviously, that element of it. Yeah. Um, so I get you. I don't think that, in my opinion, in my impression, I don't think Ryan Johnson was trying to make people like, oh, aha, you know, laugh yeah. out loud at these yeah. moments. I think he was just trying to add a moment of levity right. to the script because there is a lot of serious, tense moments and you kind of need to break that up at times there was with a t- bit of levity. It was done too much, though. I felt like, yeah, I, I, get felt that. like I felt like I wanted there to be that heavy, tense moment where when they broke it with levity, it's like, ah, it would have been nice to just stay there in that tense moment. I get you. But I would agree. I think a lot of the middle section where there's humor in there, it kind of felt like at times it was a bit forced. I mean, yeah. there's a couple scenes with Luke and... Forced. You're going to be throwing those puns hey. out there the whole time. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Any other additional thoughts you want to talk about before we move into... Do you want to grade it before or after the spoiler talk? What? It's tough because it, it, my grade is impacted by what we're about to talk about. So we right. can grade it now. Let's just... grade it after. Okay. Let's grade it after. We're we'll going to grade, grade it after. after. Do you want right. to dive into that now? Yeah. So let's dive into the spoilers then. We are going to do spoilers. Yeah. If you do not want to hear anything else more about specific about The Last Jedi, we're diving into that now. Uh, tune away. Shut it off. Skip ahead yeah. to the very, I don't I'm know, whatever you want to do there. Here we go. We're... Five, four, three, two, one. Luke Ru- Skywalker's really a porg. <laughs> just kidding no, that's a, not true a porg dies yeah a porg does die a couple porgs I'm die I'm pretty actually. sure Chewie at ate least two. one or two of them I don't think he ended up eating it, it we like don't know he, we, we don't, don't know, know. But I, I thought it would have been more Chewie-esque if he had still bit into okay. it to be honest I know he's got that soft heart is what they always kind of yeah. talk about with Chewie but he's still an animal he's still like a beast Luke does in a way die though yeah he I pulls mean, an Obi-Wan yeah, yeah he does uh, sort of kind of it's it's, it's like more of a Obi-Wan, Yoda. It's an Obi Wan slash Yoda. Yeah. Um. And then uh, that was well. That was one of the things that ticked me off because I didn't mind it. I don't know if we're going to jump straight into the ending of the movie here, but I, it, it was such a backhanded like, oh, you thought this was going to go the Obi Wan way, but nope, we're going to go an entirely different way. I didn't like that. Oh, I I I thought that was fine. I the do want to talk about the ending. The part that surprised yeah. me yeah. was them offing Snoke. But yes. then I actually, when that happened, I was very surprised. I was like, what? Yeah, <laughs> I was. I was like, but was I liked it. I, was... I liked that choice. Yeah. Um, and I liked the choice that they decided to kill Snoke because it, he was kind of an auxiliary character to begin with The Force Awakens. You don't really yeah. know a lot about him. And um, what this does is it, it makes it more of a Kylo Ren story yeah. about him. Okay. So finalizing his charge into the dark side. <laughs> I think. Unnecessary characters are one of the biggest gripe that I have with this movie, to be mm-hmm. honest. I think the introduction of a couple characters, one in particular, Rose, mm. I really felt like her entire story arc in this movie was bland and really pointless. I mean, and we talked about this before, and I do want to talk about the ending, but let's get more into like the, the meat of the movie first and we can go towards the ending. Yeah, I think that her whole side mission, and everybody's talking about this, but that was such a boring... Canto bite. Yeah, the first act of this film 
was set up very well for me. The it, opening was, battle sequence was awesome. It was great, and it was really set up with like, okay, they're in this chase, and this thing's going on. And the problem was, is it stalls so bad to me right after Laura Dern's character is introduced. Mm. Things start to get a little bit off right around the time that, you know, Rose is introduced and yeah. Luke throws a lightsaber over his shoulder and everything like that. And then it, it, it just stalls and it goes like, where yeah. are you going? And then it picks up pace at moments mm-hmm. and there's interesting things that happen. But there's so much unnecessary aspects to this film to me that it really just ended up frustrating me and yeah. upsetting me. Laura Dern's character as well, entirely pointless. Literally the most point you can cut her out of the movie. The person that should have been in charge after um, Leia kind of got you know incapacitated yeah. was the girl in the in the brown jacket. The girl that actually entered introduces Laura's character should have been the one that was oh, in charge. Yeah, There's yeah, no reason to about. introduce and it literally was just like why is Laura Dern here? Why does she have purple hair? She hasn't been featured in anything else before. She's just this famous. And then to top it all off, she's such a horrible person to Poe. I mean, yeah, Poe. Don't get me wrong. He made mistakes. He did yeah, stupid yeah, yeah. stuff, which I don't want to get in the whole. Everybody's talking about the the gravity <laughs> aspect of the bombers. Like, there's no gravity in space, so how do you drop bombs? Maybe they're magnetic. I don't know. I don't know. But like, I, that's beside the point. They can have a technology thing. Sure. I mean, the fact that they're all in ships that have gravity, even though they're in space, is you know, and the fact that they're sound in space. I mean, there's there's aspects there that I'm just willing to like. That's it's a, in a galaxy far away. Right. Exactly. Science fiction. But guys. Laura Dern's character <laughs> literally existed to basically just be a dark side for Poe, like a an anti- like an antagonist for Poe's character. Right. And she really didn't need to. She could there was no reason for her to hide. You're all stuck on a ship together. Right. You know that this guy's headstrong and he's impulsive. Tell him what the plan is. Right. And her plan literally didn't make any sense. If you we're getting way into the 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 aspects and I'm starting to break down the story here. Sure, sure. But if you have ships that you know that you can cloak, that you can send them away from your ship and they're not going to be noticed, why not do that immediately? Why run, 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 run until you literally have no, like, or send the ships out in multiple directions. Send them. Well, they were doing that. Like, I think that was a plan. They were refueling that whole time. They weren't refueling the whole time. They, they weren't. When he walked in, if you locked, they, I mean, they refueled it almost immediately. Like, the, the, the ship's refueling was, like, super duper quick. I mean, they never really explained that, but there's no reason. it. In order to fuel those ships, I don't think it took them, like, eight hours. I mean, okay. basically, you're saying that it would. They, they In my mind, if you've got. And they, also the other thing is, why would you create transport ships that can't travel at light speed? Right. It's a transport ship. Every other ship You're talking about arsenal, the little ones, right? Yeah, the yeah, ones yeah. that keep getting blown up. Every other ship can travel at light speed except for this one. I'm sorry, I'm getting way into the, the, the You're talking bad about the little now. ones that were inside that at the very end that were getting right, picked the, off. Right, they're getting picked off. Yeah. Why would you create a ship like that that doesn't travel at light speed when every other ship in your arsenal travels at light speed? Even the tie, even like the smaller it's little It's a resistance, man. Stuff. They don't have that tech right now. It, but they, every other ship they have has light speed. Yeah, and, I don't know. Maybe and, they ran out of hyperdrive. So the scene I was talking about before, <laughs> yeah, I'm breaking, I'm getting like into the frustrating stuff about this movie. So, and I'm not talking about overall story stuff. I'm just for the, I am talking about overall story stuff, but I'm kind of just talking about frustrating things about the story right now. Um, I did as much as I thought it was really cool looking. I did not like the stupid idea that she had to just like. Why didn't they do that so much sooner? If you can just literally jump a jump a ship into light speed like that and blow up its entire you know arsenal of ships like an entire armada, why didn't you do that like at the very beginning? Because they didn't want to sacrifice themselves at the very beginning. You can't. You're telling me with the technology they have, they can't. 
program the ship to do that? They can't set it on autopilot. They don't have Siri. In, they can't in, set in a remote space. control. To, like, you mean to tell me you can travel light speed? <laughs> that was what but you can't about. do what we can do in modern times visually, with a car. Visually, that was an incredible scene. No, visually gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, completely. But it, I was it, like, why? Now it begs the question. It's like, well, why didn't you do that with the Death Star? Why didn't you? Why didn't you create ships that literally just are torpedoes that travel light speed and blow things up? Like mm. it completely breaks that whole idea because. Because it was never a reality. It's never something you thought you could do. But now that you can, it kind of begs the question: like, well, what were you just doing it out of a sense of honor that you didn't want to? Like, is that you like the what? main weapon? I'm going to defend this and say science. Science. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. All right. So get back more into like story and character elements. I was frustrated by Laura Dern's character. I was frustrated by Rose's character because it really felt like the 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 idea that would have worked for me with them if they had gone in this direction would have been to take. Rose and to take uh, Finn's character and have them sneak on like why not make Rose I forget which reviewer was talking about this but it made complete sense why not make Rose's character like a hacker mm-hmm. and then her and uh, it was Jones sorry what Jeremy yeah why not put them, John Boyega uh, Finn sorry is what I meant um, why not put her and Finn having to sneak in to the ship yeah and then they can have the standard Star Wars like you know trying to get into and then throughout the course of that we haven't even talked about Luke and Ray. Throughout the course of that, Luke and Ray can be going on their whatever sure. thing that yeah. they had going on there. So Daddy issues the island. <laughs> That's I don't. Luke Luke reminded me of Yoda on Dagobah in the Empire yeah. Strikes Back. He's just kind of goofy a little bit, also just very like kind of grumpy and grouchy a little bit. Right. Um, and it it took uh, the nudging from Obi Wan, Ghost Obi Wan, to get Yoda to train him. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And then is. And then also we get to see Yoda again, which I liked. It was kind of like Yoda from Dagobah. Yeah. Again, that's what it reminded me of. I was like, oh, this is cool. He's kind of like back to his like kind of silly self like yeah. he was when we first met him. Um, the the humor, most of the humor that I didn't like was, was Porg humor. The only Porg humor that I liked was when uh, the Porg almost like impaled the other Porg in the eye <laughs> when he was looking in the lightsaber at the very beginning. When oh, Luke throws yeah. a lightsaber at like the Porg yeah. stepping on the trigger. <laughs> no, he wasn't stepping on the trigger, was yeah, he? Yeah, he put his flipper on the trigger oh, of the lightsaber and that. the Porg was like looking in it. I didn't actually see that part. I, I thought, didn't really laugh I thought at that. They're, I thought they were going to... Anyways, I didn't think that was... I didn't even notice it till like I thought the that very was just product place. Every time I saw the porgs, I just thought product. The place. two bits of humor that I was telling you about earlier, I liked the bit with um, Poe at the beginning, like Hux. Is Hux there? Yeah, that I like that. Uh, so the modern sensibility aspect, that's basically a can you hear me now joke. I mean, it's its like, uh, are you there? My reception's spotty. Can I, I can't hear you. You're break, that, That's more or less what that joke is. It requires you to be familiar with like cell phone like nah. technology to my, in, in my opinion. I wouldn't say it's cell phone. I would just say it's communications technology. I mean, I've, I'm sure that they've had ironing out times when they're trying to figure out how to get communication technology. I just don't think you're going to see that in like a 1980s Star Wars movie. Nobody's going to be like, oh, their connection must be bad. We know bad connections because of cell phone technology. He was stalling and he just wanted to, he didn't have anything else to say. Uh, But it was, it was, it was good in continuity with his character because he did that bit at the beginning with uh, Kylo and the the Force Awakens. Yeah. Um, But uh, the other part was at the very end (laughs) when... When they're dri- driving those like skimmers, yeah, and they're like it's a pu- it's a bunch of junk, and I was the only one that like laughed when Poe put his foot through the floor of yeah. it. Yeah, that was pretty funny. And he's like, I laughed at that he too. Goes, yeah. He goes, "What the hell?" And I I'm agree. Like, no, I laughed I, at that too, and nobody. Else, I think I heard a couple chuckles. I was like, "That's actually really funny." I, yeah, like, I thought that was really funny. Pe- <laughs> such a piece of junk that it literally breaks through yeah, the floor. Yeah. yeah. Although I didn't understand how suddenly Rose knows how to do all this stuff, like pilot those ships, and I mean, just because you're. 
Yeah, I don't know enough and there about was a, her. She's just like she was. The way that she was introduced is I work on the in the back scenes and I yeah. repair pipes. Yeah, that's my job. And then suddenly now because she's an important enough character. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, but the romance thing, the kiss was so awkward. One of the most awkward like romances, I think. Be- I don't know if that's what they were playing it for. I, I don't I, even know. I don't think. I don't think that's what they were playing it for. Because- it would have made much more sense if she just passed out. <laughs> right, <laughs> to right, be right, honest right. to me, that would have been the beginning of a potential romantic relationship, not like the start of it. Right. You know, the, mm-hmm. the, the start of their relationship, which it almost ended up being. So I didn't really like that. I I also there. I mean, we're talking about things I don't like here, so it's going to sound like I'm hating on the movie. I haven't given my We've already talked a lot about the good things. Praetorian guard scene. Yes. The red room scene. So cool. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. So, so cool. Yeah. Uh, Ray and Kylo fighting. I was like, oh my gosh. It was just beautifully choreographed. Just this, the scene, all the red Praetorian guards that they had fighting them. Um, one thing pointed out, there was never ever a lightsaber on lightsaber battle no. in this in this movie, no. which is interesting. Well, unless you count the, the fight that Luke had with really a fight. Kylo Ren. It turns out to be a misunderstanding. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, <laughs> Um, that scene was so, so, so cool. I, I, I walked out and I immediately, cause I went with my dad and my mom. I said, that was my favorite. That was like my favorite fight scene in the whole, in the yeah. whole movie. Um, that was a great fight scene. Yeah. I agree. I thought that was a lot of fun and it was awesome and it was needed. Yeah. You know, there had been a little, not enough fighting. Right. Um, I, I thought that, so some aspects that I really, as well, that I really didn't enjoy. I'm just going to kind of shotgun through Do it. Shot, so, shot it. One, I felt like I, I understood Luke's hesitancy to train somebody else after having failed as a trainer. Right. But I did not understand the extent that he went to to say that the force was bad and needed to be ended. There was no call for not that. Not the or force, reason. just the Jedi. No, he closed himself off for the he force. He closed himself he off He said, we, don't, we as Jedi don't have ownership of the force. It's we, for everything. We misuse it. It's for everything. We right. shouldn't. And he closed himself off because right. he didn't want to access the force. He didn't want to... Basically, he was against the force. Right. Humans accessing the force. I understood him not wanting to train somebody again because of his failure with Kylo Ren. Mm-hmm. But the idea that he would just hate the force then doesn't make any sense. Now, he could be hesitant towards it. I didn't see it. it as him hating the Force. Why would I he just, turn the Force off, though, if he didn't Because he, he saw, because like he, he felt bad. He was like self-pity party. He was, he was felt bad for himself and that he, like he said, it, the Jedi, it, it just became a vanity thing because right. because the Jedi thought it was for them, you know, right. that kind of a thing. And so he was like, he's just, I'm done. I shouldn't have done this at all. So I'm you just, could say more that he disliked humanity enough that he was unwilling to walk into the Force, but he is a person that should know better and should be able to walk with the force still in his life and know because he's not if he's on an island by himself he's not proving it to anybody else that the force is a bad thing if nobody else is around it didn't make sense for me that he hid himself on his island for that reason but then they never even explained why did he and how did he leave plans to find himself like why would if you don't want anybody to ever find you why would you leave a map over a series of droids did he he leave a map yeah i mean it was an r2d2 and the the mixture of things like it didn't make sense why he would have left they never explained that how Ray ended up getting all those i didn't even think about that like how he thought about or how he how they got there because he asked the question how did you find me yeah so huh yeah okay so snoke as well never made any sense how he was able to tap into the mind link between ray uh, and Kylo Ren, that never made any sense to he me. He was just super powerful. He's the one who actually made it happen. Yeah, but how? They never really explained the that. Force. The force. But that doesn't... <laughs> the if he dark could, side. If he could tap into Rey's mind, then he should be able to tap into where she's at. And he's also never met her. He doesn't know who she is. Mm. So how could he just tap in... So that never really made any right. sense to me. Um, how did he know her name? I don't... I'm, I'm guessing Kylo Ren told her but um, how at did, some point. Yeah, I don't know. So, okay. again, some aspects that I, that I didn't like here. Um... So I didn't like the fact, again, that Ray, it feels like the only issue, Ray's issue 
as we know in the Star Wars universe, should be the struggle between the light and the dark side. Sure. Her only struggle this entire series of last two films has basically been, I want to know who my parents are. Right. She wants to know who she is and who how she, she is. fits in and, and to me, this is that was one of the main things that it, it turned it into less of a Star Wars film and more of just an adventure film because we're no longer talking about this aspect of light side and dark side. Kylo Ren kind of was dealing with that, but again, he's more dealing with like dark demons in his past with this, you know, people betraying him and, you know, daddy issues and things like that. Her, her whole thing is basically like, I just want to know who my parents are. I really felt like when she went into that cave, she should have been tempted to fall into the dark side, not trying to find out who her parents are. Like a dark side temptation isn't, ooh, you get to find out who your parents are. Nope, just kidding. A dark side right. temptation is if you follow me, if you listen to the dark side, then you will find out who your parents are. Mm. You know what I mean? You'll find that what you need because that's always been the temptation of the dark side that you'll find what you need, a selfish plea yeah. to your pride and your ego to find what it is you need. And they never went in that direction with this yeah. movie. I have an inkling that uh, because the parentage was such a big focus on, and this is one of those things I think fans, and they set it up, and that's a problem with different directors yeah. is JJ set it up that the parents were a significant part. Right. I mean, even with was. even with when you see the 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 vision that she's a kid and the the spaceship yeah. is like taking off yeah. and she's being like, there's like this idea that there's some big mystery to her parentage, right? Exactly. And right. then you have the thing with Maz, like who's the girl? Then Han leans forward, then the cut scene, you know, and stuff right. like that. Yeah. And um, but I think that's a problem with this. We with the directors is that you're setting it up like this. JJ's great at setting up things, so. He, he sets up all these mysteries and you're like, oh, it's interesting. It's kind of like how he set up Lost and everybody's super into Lost and then they just <laughs> couldn't finish it. Yeah. Um, but this, they set up the fans to be like, what's the deal with her parents? And then yeah. they said, I understand the message. I kind of like that it's it's nobody, but I have a, a slight like feeling that, that might be not necessarily a retcon, but a retcon of sorts that JJ comes back to. Right. Like maybe her, know, maybe maybe Kylo was just saying that yeah. to get you on his side. Well, she knew it too. She admitted that she knew that her parents were nobody. So I think they both have agreed that oh, really? it's nobody. Yeah. I, okay. I, I don't. I don't know. Maybe there'll be a further. I was fine with the overall idea that she Anakin's came from mom nobody. wasn't a nobody, although the his only, father was a force. Yeah. The only <laughs> issue that I've had with Ray is that she really hasn't. And people will probably disagree with me somewhat here, but she really hasn't had to struggle in the same sense as other Jedi right. in order to be powerful with the Force. She's just like powerful. I'm just saying in general, like right away. Exactly. And they try to explain that, saying like, "Well, when Kylo Ren gets strong, then she gets strong." But she's never had any training, right? You know. And Luke, say what you will, had to go through a lot of training with mm -hmm. Yoda. I yep. mean, he was on, he was doing flips and running through you know things, and he's learning run, these principles, run, and run, he's jump. sitting there learning how to like you know stand on one hand and balance rocks, and it's like immediately boom. I could be your backpack. Why yeah. are you running? <laughs> yeah, and there's no reason for why she's just suddenly had this per like huge amount of power, and she's just able to beat you know Kylo Ren, who's had two trainers, two like very powerful Jedi training him, and, and also Skywalker blood. Yeah, the Skywalker. So I don't know. That was just a minor gripe Midi for me. <laughs> but I feel like it does a disservice to her character if she's already at like eleven. Yeah, you know, and she needs to start and have. It's like her biggest challenge at the end of the film. This was such a joke to me. Was rocks? We. She's like not rocks, and I it's like, well, you're really. I didn't see it as a challenge. I didn't see that as a challenge at all. Like she just looked at it, and then like the next scene, she's just lifting them all. Right, up in the air. but she's like saying that she's like that. They showed that as her being a Jedi that she's able to lift these rocks with her powers mm. because they say like I will not be the last Jedi, and it shows her and all the rocks are floating, and it's like. We didn't, we didn't talk about the one thing that I'm still a little questioning, and that's Leia's space flight. That made sense to me. That's the funny thing. Really? I, yeah, she used force powers, and she got herself right. out of the so, space. And this is what I was saying earlier. I didn't 
as jarring at first. Yeah, I get you. At first of all, when she gets sucked out of space, like, oh, well, I guess that answers that question. That was yeah. a bold move. It was a pretty bold move. <laughs> and then there's a lot of stuff like that. And then that. she comes back. And then so I ended up watching um, a, a video of some guy explaining what happens to like uh, people in the vacuum of space, like what theoretically like happens to people. And it's mm-hmm. not like it's depicted where as soon as you go outside, you freeze instantaneous. It's not how it happens because yeah. that it's a vacuum of space. So it right. does, it's a little bit different. You can actually, a body uh, can survive like a certain amount of time. The mind can survive a certain amount of time in yeah. space. Yeah. Um, and I didn't know that. And they went into the science of it and then they explained that. And then I went back and, Rewatch some old uh, Clone Wars stuff of some other Jedi's being able to be in space. Yeah, and I was like, oh, okay. Well, I guess that makes sense. And she's always been able to use the Force. Yeah. So um, I was like, oh, okay, I got it. It was just super jarring at first. I think it was a weird setup and payoff sort yeah. of moment. And there's a couple of those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, so we haven't talked about the ending yet. We can get there. Okay. I think Captain Phasma was totally wasted again. This one, I think her story could have been much more important if yeah. again. Finn and Rose had had to break on board the ship. Right. And I think what could have happened to me is that Finn, Rose, and a third person could have gone on to the ship, and that third person could have ended up being the one that portrayed Finn and Rose. It would have made a lot more sense. They would have known what the plan was, mm-hmm. and they could, because as it was, Benicio del Toro's character was like pointless. And he didn't even really know what the resistance's plan was. He didn't right. know that they were going to get, but somehow he's still able to portray them. Right despite never having been told what the plan is somehow. But I felt like if you'd done that, then Captain Phasma could have been a continual looming threat. Mm -hmm. She could have continued to kind of move them forward, and they were like, they're trying to constantly escape from her while on board and also get to this device and shut it down so they can jump in light. That would have been much more interesting to me than, hey, let's go to a planet that's a casino planet so we can talk about animal cruelty, which I'm... I don't like animal cruelty. I'm against it. But I like those little things. I thought they I were like, cool, oh, but it cool. was pointless. Like it had nothing to do with the Star Wars story, which should be about, which should be in my mind about the light triumphing over the dark. That the dark has a lot of strength and power because it gives into its emotions. It gives into what it wants, but then ultimately the light is good and just and fair and that has hope and that will triumph over right. the dark. So let's, if you're cool with it, let's move into yeah. just the end. Just do the end here. So we've been talking. For I a while. really felt like they missed an opportunity with the end. Okay. It would have been so much more awesome and would have been so much more of sort of an exclamation point on Mark Hamill's story if he had literally actually shown up at the battle at the very Mm -hmm. end. And I think what they really could have done is he could have shown up and it's the antithesis. It's him, the years of training and tutelage and, you know, balance with the force that he would come and he would literally just decimate this force almost of, of troopers. And then... Then it would have made more sense for Kylo Ren to come down and battle him right. and to do this thing. It just didn't make a lot of sense to me. And it felt like, again, a backhanded idea of like, ha ha, you thought that it was going to be Obi-Wan, but nope, he's not even there. And it just, it throws out the whole entire idea. And I hate to be this guy because everybody's like, it's just a film, bro. <laughs> but when you set up a context and an understanding of how Jedi powers and stuff like that work over the course of all these films, and then you throw another bomb out like that, it's like how he was able to do that and to create like the dice and to to do that. 
Why didn't they? Why, why haven't Jedi done that before? Because why didn't they use that power for other? Why didn't they just all sit inside of temples and shoot their body out into other places? Like it just doesn't make any my sense. My understanding of it is that, it and was it could have been such a really cool battle. It, it would have been a really sweet battle. You know, I where agree. He's like moving things and he's breaking the, the, yeah. the ships and stuff. I, I, and, I, I think that would have been cool, and I agree. I think that would have been sweet, but I think um, that even when the original trilogy trilogy came out, it was each consecutive episode you saw new new force abilities yeah so i think and yeah but they made sense within the context of what they were what they were capable of doing based upon their training and their time it doesn't make sense why yoda didn't throw his body like in i don't know it it doesn't make sense why any of the stuff happened the way that it did learn some stuff that yoda didn't i don't know maybe i felt like ryan johnson was just trying to have his cake and eat too he was trying to set up the whole Mm. idea of it being like an obi-wan thing see these things don't bother me I think it's funny what things that bother you don't bother me. Things that bother me don't bother It just bother really bothered me. The, the, <laughs> moment that, the moment that he ran by and he swiped him and he didn't, and I was like, oh, no, you're kidding me. I actually realized what was going on, and it just frustrated the crud out well, of me. Well, I realized something was weird when he showed up with shorter hair and, like, just for men brushed into yeah, his beard and yeah. he was all, like, brown. I was like, hey, he, like, got some coloring back yeah. in his hair. Yeah, it's like, what did... is weird? That's weird. Okay, I guess he, he brushed up to battle. But yeah, yeah was... it just really frustrated me because I felt like, again, and there's the, the fair aspect of most of the, the the anger that I have with this film, it wasted potential. Mm. I feel like there was wasted potential with Rose and Finn's story sure. arc. I feel like there was wasted potential for development with Ray's character. The most interesting character in the series right now is Kylo Ren to me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he's been wasted because they've turned him into so many times such a weak little like mm. crybaby. See, I felt like the and story served bu- his character best. But, yeah, but they could have built him up as a much more... I really feel like he could have known what what uh, Snake uh, Snoke. Snoke was doing. The Snake! In- Snake. <laughs> they, could have, they could have built up his character that maybe he knew what was going on there. Yeah. Maybe he knew that Snoke was trying to manipulate Ray and everything. Right. And, and he was working behind the scenes. He was allowing this to take place so that he kill, he could kill Snake and Snoke, Snoke sorry, Snoke <laughs> and take <laughs> over as the, the Supreme yeah. Chancellor. That would have been so much more interesting because that would have been a fair twist because you're yeah. expecting him to follow this, you know, Darth Vader like path. And instead he just kills him off so he can take over. Mm-hmm. That would have been much more and it would have set him up as a real like monster guy that his entire machinations, everything has been basically him just positioning himself. Instead it came across as almost like a, well, I have the opportunity to kill you. I don't want to really want to kill Ray, so I'm gonna kill you. Yeah. And that it's weak to me. That's weak sauce. Mm. I really wanted him to be a real villain. There's no real villain in the series anymore to me. Because Kylo Ren's kind of this He's a bad guy, but he's got like this. Goodish... I felt, yeah, I felt like this movie solidified him as the new, as the villain. The no, because he still villain. cares about Ray. That look that they exchanged at the end, where he's like staring at her, and she's like, and she pushes the button. That it, it solidified that there's still something there. You mm. know what I mean? And I don't know. I, I, I don't know, but that's. I mean, again, Vader had that connection with Luke for a little bit. The it's conflict just, was there. It's wasted opportunity okay. and wasted potential. That's I, the really the way I feel. So, dude, let's, no, yeah. you you got to score it first because okay. I feel like I feel like you've just spent a lot of time eviscerating. We've already talked about the positives, and I didn't spend as near as much time, so you might be surprised by my ranking for this. I give it an eighty-one. So it's a B minus. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm I, I'm at an eighty-nine. Okay. Yeah. So that's fair. Okay. I I was really I really enjoyed the aspects that I did enjoy. Yeah. I just really didn't enjoy the aspects that I did not enjoy, and yeah. it just felt like wasted opportunity. And I can't sure. get mad at Ryan Johnson for taking chances and doing different things. And if he didn't have access to a lot of information about what was going to be happening in the first film, right, right. But I just really feel like this could. I'm more upset about the decisions that they made when they could have made a better one. Yeah. Okay. I gotcha. 
So 89. 89. I, I was, folks. I'm borderline. If I see it again, I don't know. It might change it because I've been borderline 90, 89 for the Yeah, now that I've said all this half. random stuff about them or this stuff I disliked, maybe you'll go back and watch it and be like, yeah, Joel's right about that. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> cool. I feel what I feel. All right. Well, we've talked a lot about this, so we're going to go ahead and wrap things up on the podcast. Totally. Again, just some reminders, some ways to get connected with us. We have our Facebook, which is facebook.com slash realreviewmedia. Mm-hmm. We also have our Instagram and Twitter, which are both at realreviewmedia. Real Review Media. We have our website, which is realreviewmedia.com. And we'd love to hear your thoughts and perspectives on this film because obviously you have a lot of contention from a lot of people. Yeah. Love to get your perspective. Please keep it PG if possible. Yeah, yeah. for sure. So drop us a line at <laughs> realreviewmedia at gmail.com. All yeah. right. Anything else, Matt? No, that's it. All right. May the force be with you. It's been real. May the force be with you. And it's definitely been real. <laughs>